this fourth Sunday of Advent, we pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. Now this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwillingly to expose her, her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home, for it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took his wife into his home. The Gospel of the Lord Over the last Sundays, we have been trying to make this spiritual journey. Do you remember? Waking up converting, being surprised, and today we bring forward the last proposal, receiving. It's the last week of Advent, a time of waiting, of receiving, of focusing not too much on doing things but on receiving the child. What do we do when we have a tiny new member in the family? Fundamentally, we receive him, we welcome him. We prepare everything for him to be part of the family. What if we thought of something like that with Jesus? How wonderful it would be. In order to generate such an attitude in our heart, I invite you to meditate on this. It's God who has come to have an experience of love with us. This is God with us, as announced by the prophet Isaiah. Of course, we have to be with him. Isn't that so? But above all, it's God with us. That's what we need to accept and receive. And of course, next to the child to be born, there's Mary and Joseph. In today's glimpses of the Gospel, we listen to what's known as the Annunciation to Joseph. God also had to send an angel to Joseph so that he shouldn't fear so that he wouldn't run away from his plan, so that he may allow himself to be surprised and receive that child, even when he wasn't his, so that he may accept him. It was only when Joseph received the invitation to take courage, not to fear, to realize that God could be there, that he discovered that God was present in a situation that was initially confusing to him. We don't know what may have happened within Joseph's heart, 
But if he had decided to abandon Mary, it means he didn't understand what was going on. Seeing that Mary was pregnant and that he wasn't the father of the child, he had decided to leave her because things hadn't turned out the way he had foreseen them. It was hard to imagine that God should be behind all this confusion. His betrothed, the woman he was going to marry, with whom he hadn't lived, was pregnant. Could God be behind this? What must Joseph have felt within his heart? How often do we think God can be where we think he should be? Or rather, how often is God where we think he could never be? Think about this in connection with your everyday life. Think about this in connection with something that happened to you once. Why do we think this way? Because we are wrong when we try to make up, so to speak, our experiences of God. Yet, God always surprises us. God takes pleasure in surprising man who's so calculating, so clever, so fearful, so mistrustful. We sometimes say, I had an experience of God here, there, in that retreat, in that situation, one Christmas. I felt it that day. But what if we looked at it differently? Because it's God who came to have an experience with us. It's God who chooses when he wants to have an experience with us. That changes everything because it's no longer me who decides when I had great experiences of God, but rather I start to see that God is always with me. Always. Because he is God with us and wants to always be by our side, not only when we feel it. For instance, God is now in your sorrow because Christmas is coming and you won't be with that person you love or loved so much. God is here, even if, if that person you love so much is sick. God is here this Christmas, even if you may be tormented by some sin, by some weakness you can't overcome. Even if you may be exhausted after a long year when you never managed to take a break. God will be with you this Christmas, even if a child of yours has become strange from you and won't listen to you, or is far from God and the church. God is with us. That's the certainty of Christmas. That's the certainty the feast we are about to celebrate brings. This feast isn't about making up my own experience of God. It isn't about making up my experience of God, doing some charity here and there and trying to find God. It's good to do that, of course, but God is so much more than the experience I create for myself. That's why we should focus more on receiving than on creating an experience. Let's hope that just as it happened to Joseph, who wanted to escape a difficult situation and yet received help in his dreams and the certainty that God was with him and with Mary, so it should happen to us. Let's not fear. Let's not fear. Let's receive the Marys and Josephs who bring us Jesus our Savior. May we have a good day and may the blessing of our merciful God Father, Son, and Holy Spirit 
descend upon our hearts and remain with us always.